Welcome to Machine Learning. I'll be talking about a book called Click. It um, has an interesting uh, proposition about how things on digital media spread so quickly. Um, the author starts by asking the question, how did Google, which started with the inception name Backup, ever unseat the established leaders, companies like Yahoo, MSN, Lycos, and AltaVista? Um, I would say it had a very easy interface, a very simple interface, and uh, the results that it returned were amazing. Uh, I remember in college when uh, Google was in its beta stage, and uh, they, uh, through the UU news groups, uh, they had sent out a message that there was a new search engine that was better than AltaVista or Yahoo, and, uh, and you could just... Uh, put in a question or you could put in a uh, keywords that you were looking for and then uh, get a recommended list. <clears throat> and there was lots of search engines at that time. There was Home, there was, uh, there was AltaVista, there was um, uh, Yahoo, and um, among others. Uh, Microsoft had one. And, uh, but Google... Uh, for technical articles, it seemed to be able to find those technical articles quicker. So as a college student, I spent a lot of time uh, using Google to uh, extract out information. Now, what's interesting is <clears throat> uh, it became popular, I think, in the high-tech comp- uh, industries as more uh, companies like Stack Overflow started putting content out and uh, Yahoo was able to, or Google was able to index it. Uh, but one of the things that it was really popular with is its page ranking is that based on the popularity of the site uh, you were able to get the content and uh, um, and so lots of it was almost like uh, ants where they were were giving you uh, indicators where food sources might be it it was intelligently following the popularity uh, traffic that was leading to a higher rank and uh, then was able to extract out the content and in if uh, the content was good then uh, that that content uh, was considered to be relevant <clears throat> but that still doesn't answer how they were able to displace these large companies because they had you look at the Yahoo and MSN and and Lycos and AltaVista they had large uh, development teams they had lots of infrastructure they had strong hierarchical structures where you could uh, categorize your websites and uh, you could find your content by uh, keyword and um, and you could and they had these uh, complex web directories uh, where you could find you could find uh, uh, websites but it was interesting because they were not necessarily based uh, ranked on the basis of popularity, and I think that was uh, one of the unique uh, features of of Google. Today, if you're asking me why Google remains the number one search site, I would say uh, it, it doesn't index all of the web pages that are on the web. In fact, a large percentage of the web is ignored by Google. It only um, indexes uh, like 0.4 percent of the web. So. If, you, if the web was uh, 35 exabytes of uh, data, then 0.04% of that content is being indexed and searchable. So based on that, then what we're seeing is uh, we're, we're seeing a lot of the content is uh, content that 
is being driven by businesses because they have the money to gain that page ranking. Number two, Idaho, Ida, Ida, idea diffusion is the study of how ideas or technology innovations spread throughout society. Websites like YouTube, MySpace, and Facebook have spread like a virus through society. I remember when YouTube uh, was first being uh, IPO'd, and I was thinking at the time that that was uh, to invest in it, uh, which I should have, uh, because I, I realized that there was no multimedia companies that were uh, capable of setting up large servers, now, I've, I've media servers. Now, I talked to individuals who had set up their individual Microsoft media server, and they were hosting like uh, 10 or 20, between 20 people, and they were, they were live streaming uh, from their media servers, and, and uh, they were doing uh, embedded links in emails and, and videos in the emails and things like that. Um, but uh, they were a very small scale. And YouTube was the first to do load balancing where they could uh, handle thousands, if not millions, of users and uh, able to scale up the content. And also they appealed to um, uh, a monetization feature, which I was part of early in YouTube, uh, but not, not, not any longer, but I, maybe in the future I'll be able to get back onto monetization. But where you have a large number of users and you're providing content. so the the innovators in the media content uh, were able to position in soon and get large followings and, and uh, have a substantial income. There are groups of individuals that adopt technology in the advance of others. These early individuals are called early adopters. Increased sales force during the early adopters is not preferred because early adopters are not a strong reference source. Recognize the influence structure of personality types and social networks. The early adopters are the catalyst by which a new product moves from being an exciting innovation to a dominant market component. Uh, what that means is that the um, early adopters are your mavens, and they they're the experts that uh, will uh, review the product and determine its strengths and weaknesses. And if they are uh, adopting it, then uh, then they can influence others to uh, take a look at the product or service. Innovators have the foresight to know what products and technologies will help society, but early adopters have the power to influence what becomes a success. And like I said, is with Google, it was the early adopters, which were uh, universities, were very positive about um, the content that Google was providing. And so it was a, you know, an academic uh, search engine, and then it became a business search engine. Look for related uh, segments to leverage the technology expansion. How do you find members of very valuable early adopter segment? YouTube from uh, December 2005 through 2007 gained 51% of the multimedia category among 470 different multimedia sites. That's just phenomenal growth, but it shows that uh, that uh, that sector was uh, was ripe for innovation, and uh, there was a growing need for that media content where you're self-publishing media content to uh, become accessible by the public. YouTube volume grew from obscurity to ubiquity in 35 days. 
by January 2006, YouTube was serving 25 million videos per day, crossing over into the early majority. And I would say if uh, right now that YouTube is probably the second most um, uh, busy website in the world. In uh, October 2005, YouTube received 52% of its traffic from social network sites like MySpace, Fredstar, Xanga, and Facebook. Word of the new site spread through online communities of high school and college students. Those, those were your early adopters, innovators in the world of online video. Uh, YouTube was a solution for free media storage for these young innovators, problem solved. The early adopters shared the YouTube clips by email. The masses caught on to using YouTube for entertainment, fun, and education. The largest group by age was 18 to 24 years of age, 39%, and, under, and earned under $60,000. One of the largest uh, psychographic group visiting YouTube was the Bohemian Mix. The Bohemian Mix comprised 2 million households in the U.S. The Bohemian Mix lived in cities around New York and San Francisco. They read New York Times and Wall Street Journal. They shopped at Bloomingdale's, Saks, and Banana Republic, drove Mini Coopers, and preferred websites like CNN and New York Times and SF Gate and Beta US. The Bohemian Mix represented money and brains. The Bohemian Mix tends to be more conspicuous and uh, state-conscious consumers driving Mercedes, BMWs, and shopping at Nordstrom's and Neiman Marcus. So that's interesting uh, that uh, the, the wealthy sector um, became uh, the, one of the largest groups uh, visiting YouTube. And when you look at some of the content on there, uh, they have like uh, motocross, uh, speed biking, um, mountain climbing, paragliding, things that are would cost lots of money to be able to, to do or to fund. And uh, these adventures go all over the world. And uh, the Bohemian Mix uh, watches the videos by the millions to see some of these uh, high adventure uh, video f coverage. The young DeGarati is the most influential as well as tech savvy. The young DeGarati represent 1.3 million households. DeGarati people are likely to be employed as computer scientists. Their retail habits tend to be high. Banana Republic and J.C. Crew lease or own a Mercedes, BMW, or Landover Rover. This group has their own website. They are heavy Google users and have high representation in the Google social network or coot. The early uh, majority is open to ideas and interacts frequently with its peers, but um, early adopters represent the middle class urban households. That tends, the group tends to show far greater ethnic diversity. So um, that's click. That's what millions of people are doing is watching content and creating content.